When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. As a lifelong hobbyist, I've kept thousands of fishes and many dozens of aquariums over the years. Many of them were dedicated to a single species, yet many more were evolved as so-called community aquariums, you know, filled with a variety of fishes and plants like many of you. Now, what strikes me most about many community aquariums is their refreshing diversity. Uh, they feature you know, a complete range of life forms like fishes, plants, and even invertebrates in some cases. These aquariums are rich with life and make no apologies for the wide-ranging selection of fishes and the complex growth of the plants that are inside. They're really great to look at. And just like in nature, these systems incorporate life forms that provide beneficial collateral benefits for their inhabitants like food, shelter, and nutrient export. Well-stocked community aquariums are beautiful systems that are a visual delight. And if they afford many of many people the opportunity to see examples of the endless variety of aquatic life forms, we can learn a lot from these diverse community aquariums. Yet we can take it a little bit further. Typical aquariums, community or otherwise, generally don't focus on the small stuff. The life forms like microorganisms, small crustaceans, worms, etc. A large community of small creatures, all of which contribute to the health and stability of the closed aquatic ecosystem. There's a lesson there. Something that we all know, but something that we likely don't consciously think about. That is, the idea of closed aquatic systems as microcosms. I've said this many times before. Microcosm is defined as a community, a place, or situation regarded as encapsulating in miniature the characteristic quantities or features of something much larger. Like, you know, a miniature version of the natural habitat. Something that we often aspire to in aquariums. However, something that I feel we often create on the most superficial of levels. I mean, we had fishes and we had plants, but we kind of stopped there, right? What about facilitating the existence of life forms on a variety of levels, like starting with the bacteria and other microorganisms, which, you know, make up that miniature ecosystem that we're trying to create? Why not create an environment which is supportive of life on many levels? That's the whole idea. And of course, these organisms and their processes not only create the basis of a food web, but the development of an entire community of codependent organisms which work together to process nutrients and support life forms all along the chain when we encourage rather than remove these organisms they when they appear you know we're per- helping perpetuate these processes i can't stress how important it is to let these various organisms multiply and we need to think about our relationship with detritus decomposing botanical materials and sediments in our tanks yes i'm ask- asking you not only to leave them be but to encourage their accumulation to Foster the accumulation and prosperity of the aquariums and organisms which work with them. Now again, I have to at least ask the rather long question. Are these things, you know, detritus and decomposing materials, really problematic for a well-managed aquarium? Or do they constitute an essential component of a closed aquatic ecosystem? One which can actually provide some benefits, i.e. supplemental nutrition for the resident fishes and the community of life forms which support them. Many of us have already made a mental shift which accepts the transient, subtle beauty of decomposing botanical materials, tinted water, biofilms, and the like. So it goes without saying that taking it a little further and 
allowing these materials to completely break down to serve as the substrate for aquatic ecodiversity is simply the next iteration in the management of blackwater brackish botanical-style aquariums. So yeah, there is a lot to consider when utilizing materials, you know, botanical materials in your aquarium. It's far, far beyond the idea of just dumping and praying that has been the unfortunate model for how to utilize them in our aquariums for, you know, several years before now. It's more than just aesthetics alone, as we keep talking about. The functional aesthetic mindset, accepting the look and the biological processes which occur when terrestrial materials break down in our tanks is a fundamental shift in thinking. By studying and encouraging the growth of this diversity of organisms and creating multifaceted microcosms of life in our tanks, I believe that we're contributing to an exciting progression of the art and science of aquarium keeping. It's all about life on many different levels. Think about that for a little bit. Hope you have a great weekend. Stay curious, stay engaged, stay excited, stay patient, stay diligent, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks so much for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.